We're back and better than ever. This is episode 27 of the Shooting the Shit podcast. My name is Ernie C, and this is... Shoot that shit. Shoot the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. It's a wonderful Wednesday morning. It's about 7.45. We're going to knock this out early today. Good Lord, I hate being up early, but you know what? We got shit to do. Shit's going to get done. And um, no one's going to do it if we don't do it. So welcome to episode 27 the STS Podcast again. I am the owner, founder, creator, host of the STS Podcast, Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. Returning listeners, welcome to the show. We are here again. Blessed with another episode. Um, new listeners, welcome to the show. I hope you guys um, continue to listen. Make sure you guys tell a friend. Make sure you guys follow um, on Instagram and Twitter at the STS Podcast 661. Make sure you guys subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever the hell you find this podcast at. Make sure you subscribe. Leave a, leave a review. Let me turn that off. Sorry, y'all. Leave a review. Tell somebody about it. Give us a star. Give us five stars. I don't give a shit. Just make sure you guys show us some love. A lot of love on episode 26. Really appreciate you guys um, continuing to come back and listen to the podcast. I know um, the last episode was with my guy Magoo. We're going to... Um, actually do a solo podcast this is my podcast so we're gonna keep it solo it's really um i like again i like switching it up from week to week uh and it's it's early in the morning man we got the morning workout in we're trying to be really productive i've been on some um real productive stuff lately and um if again if you guys want an sts or dj ec3 shirt they're only 15 dollars i've been Pushing these shirts, man. I've been getting rid of these shirts, actually. A lot of people been hitting me up for that new DJ EC3 design. They love the gray and the black lettering. I thought that was real cold myself. Um, but we shall see what happens. Uh, we got a lot of things to go over. NBA season is here. Lakers were... Lakers versus Clippers last night. The rivalry. The little brother versus the big brother. We're going to talk about that. My guy, Eddie... Um, had his bout this week, this weekend, excuse me, y'all, Eddie had his bout this weekend, we're gonna talk about, um, we got the 7th anniversary of, uh, Good Kid, Mad City, we're gonna talk about this, just overall, we're gonna talk about the, just the impact of music in my life, man, just been really, uh, grateful, been really, uh, I, I guess humble's an overly stated word. It's really cliche, I feel lucky, man, just to be able to do what I wanna do with my, um, with with my my passion, my business, my career, and that's music. So we're gonna talk about that. Had a great, great had a great, great gig this weekend with the Ibarras. Uh, we have the Star Wars trailer. We're gonna talk about we're, we're gonna bitch a little bit about WWE. We're gonna kinda do a NBA preview. We're gonna see how that goes. And we're gonna talk about you know how how we're gonna continue to be inspired this week. And we're gonna get that done. But first the DLC is gonna let you know what you gotta do. Alright y'all, as always, this is the shooting the shit segment. We're here to converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind. And let's hop into it, y'all. NBA is back. Best sport in the world. You know me, I love my basketball. 
And last night, the Lakers versus the Clippers. I guess it was a Lakers. It was a Clippers home game. I'm sorry. It was a Clippers home game. Um, and the Clippers actually beat us, man. 112-102. to 102. First game of the season. Let me tell you guys something, man. Stop overreacting from what you see. We're this depleted team. We got a... Um, Got a couple injuries. No excuses, though, man. Um, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they showed what they could do early, I felt. They played with 35 minutes uh, last night. And one of our best players, man, was actually Danny Green. Danny Green had 28 points, and he was 7 from 9 from 3-point range. But, damn, um, Kawhi Leonard proved last night why he's probably the best player in the league right now the man is a dog uh if you look at the box score right now the bench really helped out um big time mr big six lou williams came out with 21 points off the bench and you can't really um you can't really beat that type of production i think in basketball you really need to have especially in professional basketball you're gonna have to have a deep bench and uh, the lakers man look it's 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 gonna be Something that uh, we gotta be patient with. New coach, new system, new players. I believe. Um, I can't really tell you guys. Let me think here. One. We have a four or five guys returning from last year, so it's it, it's meshing this new this new group of players. We're gonna, we're trying to install a culture, and uh, yeah, we looked a little sloppy on defensive end at times, but we looked. I think the first half. Um, we looked all right. We gave up 40 points in the second quarter. So, of course, we can't ever have that. We're playing. Um, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. We're allowing them to have those type of quarters. Very productive quarter. And um, I think with the, with the Instagram universe, um, let me just see here. It's overwhelming. 35 to 9. Uh, 35 people believe that we are going to win over 50 games. We have about nine haters saying we're going to win under. I have us going winning over 50 games also. I'm going to probably say 52 and 30. That's going to be my prediction for the year. Um, but, damn, it feels good to have basketball. I watched a little bit of preseason, but yesterday was the first full game I watched. Uh, LeBron and, you know, Anthony Davis, they, they, they're looking real solid. They're going to, I think, AD... He's always been a special player. Oh, he had he had a double double last night, and you guys have to just give him time, man. You guys gotta have uh, when we have a special player at our disposal like this. It's gonna take time to get in rhythm. He had twenty five and ten, but again, he missed thirteen shots. So it's gonna take a little bit of time, man. I know um, a lot of people weren't happy about the rotation of the lineup, but again, man, we have a depleted lineup. We don't got Rondo in there. Um, we got a few players hurt. Um, I was really. Impressed. Let me see. Let me. I'm just looking real fast here. Um, Quinn Cook really brought a good presence to us. You could tell he has a motor. He's not afraid to go to the basket, and that's always a good thing. But I don't know if he's gonna be our point guard. That's gonna really be um controlling uh, the tempo, uh, facilitating the offense. Um, it, maybe when Rondo gets in there, I like the the Rondo Green McGee James and Davis uh, lineup. Um. I like Frank Vogel. I like defensive-minded coaches. So we just gotta give him a little bit of time. I know we had some, we had a lot of turnovers. We had a, we uh, gave up a lot of. Uh, let me see here. Let me just look at this real fast. 
A lot of empty possessions, man. We had, but they got 11, um, the Clippers had 11 offensive rebounds, so that's 11 more possessions, another opportunity for about 22 more points. And good thing we lost by 10 only. I know, I think the score is a little bit closer than it really was. Uh, I don't think we should hit the panic button, though. It's only, we have 81 games left, y'all. 81 games left. There's some bright spots in our squad. Uh, I think we shot the three ball a little bit too much. It looks like we missed 20 shots yesterday. But again, this is just something that we need to get in rhythm and we just gotta just be patient man i know a lot of casual fans who don't know the game are shitting on um caldwell pope i know he didn't score any points in 27 27 minutes but he needs to get in rhythm he needs to take time it was nice seeing dwight howard go out there and just um be a force in the middle alter shots make people really respect his presence in the paint that's what it comes down to uh it's going to be a real good season. I want to do an NBA preview, but I think it's going to take a little bit too long. Uh, I'm really looking forward to a lot of teams, though. I like what Denver's doing. I like what, what Houston, the Houston Rockets. They're going to have a squad this year. Dallas is going to be a sleeper team. You guys got to, I think with Porzingis there, that's going to be a real nice um. It's gonna be a real nice addition. Portland Trailblazers loaded up this year. You know the same, the Spurs. Seen the Pelican game the other day. The Los Angeles Pelicans, um, the Nets. I know they have KD out, but that's still gonna be. A, it's gonna be real interesting to see what happens in the West. The Sixers, Toronto looked on fire last night. I know they're missing, uh, you know the Leonard, but they defeated. Uh, the Pelicans one thirty to one twenty two is a high scoring game. Uh, it's gonna be a real interesting year. I don't know. I think it will probably do a little bit more in depth preview as the time goes on. I know we probably should have done predictions and all that, but I really want to focus on Laker ball. Uh, I like to watch Laker games. I don't. I don't. I love watching basketball because I'm really trying to make. Um, I'm really, really trying to make an effort to watch every Laker game that I can. Uh, Another topic we could go on is before we go off the Lakers again, fifty-two and thirty. That's my prediction. We'll see what happens. Um, we have another hot topic in sports right now. I guess in basketball also. Zion Williamson, our number one, our reigning defending number one pick this year, he's actually hurt. He looks like he'll be out for six to eight weeks. He has a meniscus problem, um, and I just I don't know. I think we. I love to hear some opinions from that. Is it his weight? You know, is his new style of game? Is he adjusting to the? You know, when he adjusts his pro game, he's he's um he slices and dies. He's he's running this floor. He's not just in college. I think he was able to just to get to the paint. He was able to um, I guess um not take advantage, but utilize his size and his weight against you know the, the college ball is a smaller opponent there. So now in the pros, he has to find more ways to score, find different ways to get to the basket. And a part of that is um you're gonna be slicing and dicing. He's gonna be slashing a lot. He's gonna he he plays he plays a lot. He plays um he's gonna have to play. A little bit more, I guess, agile for his size, and able to, in, in in order to score. And he was scoring when you know preseason ball. He didn't look bad. Um, so what does, what does that mean? You know, the weight does have some type of effect on his knees. The weight the weight is gonna take um its toll eventually. Maybe that's what happened with the meniscus. But you really want to see players like Zion, man, when they're supposed to be a once a gen once in a generation um athlete. You want to see them healthy. You don't want to see them uh. Injury plague. You know, we had the Odins in the world, Brandon Roy's of the world. Um, you know, guys like Yao Ming who had to tap out before their time was really um, 
was was, was before it was their time, and you don't want that. You don't want to build Walton um, your career. And so Zion, I really hope you uh, recover, bro. I know the IG world. I ask if he's gonna play more than more or less than fifty games. Uh, a lot of people say he's gonna play less than fifty games. Some people say he's gonna play more than seventy games. So it looks like it's gonna be about six to eight weeks. That might be you know twelve, fourteen games. And uh, it, it really, um, you hate to see that, man. You hate to see players, uh, especially someone as special as Zion, get injured. Uh, but then maybe this is a precautionary thing that they have to do now better now than later, you know? Um, guys, guys, Porzingis coming back from injury. You got, um, hopefully guys bounce back like PG did. It's nothing, to, you know, Clippers weren't um, fully, I guess, man yesterday either. They didn't have the four Arsenal last night either. PG Paul George wasn't playing last night, and the Clippers looked excellent. Uh, so you hate to see that, man. Um, let me see here. I b believe. Let me just look at a few teams. Let me see here. Yeah, like Vic Victor Oladipo, he was out last year. Um, and, uh, and you want to see guys bounce back from injuries, and, and, and like I said, it really does. It does hurt to see guys hurt, um, but. And that is the game, unfortunately. So it, it's gonna be real interesting, just like KD with the Achilles. You want, you don't want to see these superstars hurt. Bad for the game, bad for everybody in there. I think we, you know, and that, and that gets a selfish. But us as fan, us as fans, really want to see, um, you know, the best players play against the best. So that's something I really hope Zion comes back from. Don't know how you guys feel about that, but I'm a Zion fan. I'm always interested in the. And a dominant, a dominating athlete, and uh, he's a, he might, you know, I'm not saying he's gonna change the game, I'm not saying he's LeBron at all, but I think he's gonna really, he'll help the Pelicans get more victories than he's gonna give them losses, and he's gonna contribute. So anytime you can be a positive on a team, I want you on the squad. So I'm really, I'm really, um, really hoping for Zion, really rooting for Zion, rooting for the Pelicans. Honestly, love everybody on that squad. It was really uh, surreal to see Hart Ball. Uh, Ingram on that squad it really fucking hurt my heart. So that's why I call the Los Angeles Pelicans. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, we'll see what happens. And speaking, we'll see what happens. I see what happened when my guy Eddie Sanchez gained the ring. Eddie Sanchez won split decision this weekend at the back-to-back -back complex. He is 2-2 two and two in his fourth professional fight, his second fight in Bakersfield. Uh, wanna, first of all, he's healthy. He... Um, he didn't suffer any permanent damage. He's safe. He's fine. So always thank God for that. Uh, warrior, man. Eddie's a fucking warrior. I want you guys all to remember that. When you guys uh, check Eddie out, make sure you guys follow Eddie. Support when he has when he's back in the field. Make sure you guys come and check him out. Eddie is a fucking so down to earth, man. And it's always great to see someone who puts in that much work into their craft, into their art, into their passion coming on top it's always worth it i know we did a couple public workouts we know the podcast had its first ever public workout that we ever done shout out to um undisputed boxing and fitness for eddie and i told him dude don't worry about you know winning where it ain't about the money it ain't about uh likes it ain't about uh any of that bullshit none of that matters if you don't win and that's just the reality of boxing and boxing, nothing matters if you don't fucking win. So let's make this shit happen. Let's get this dub. And let's keep building on the dub. Because you know what happens when you win? You get momentum. And when momentum's on your side and almost anything in life, you're going to win.
So it's going to be um, really interesting what happens next. I know we're working on a few things with Eddie. We're going to continue promoting Eddie. Like I said, that's my friend. I want to see my friend win. And this is what he does. Is, is, this is his life. Being in that fucking squirrel, that squirrel uh, circle and, you know, dishing out and giving, addition and getting punishment. You have to give, you have to get it and you have to receive it. Give it and receive it. So, I'm really excited. I hope we're going to, you know, Eddie, um, he's not 17, 18, 19 years old. He's a little older. So, I do want him to be in the ring a little bit more. I'm, you know, we're pushing him to be a little more active. Uh, honestly, man, I can't, in the next 18 months, I don't see why he can't fight the next five um, the next 18 months, fight five times. There's no reason why he shouldn't be able to fight five more fights in the next 18 months. Just the way he progresses, the way he recovers. Um, it was, you guys gotta, I gotta share his picture, man, on, on the, on the STS. My guy, Eddie, had a nice cut on his forehead, man. He got a, it was an accidental headbutt. And, uh, the pictures after that, it reminded me of, like, Stone Cold when he was fighting Bret Hart at Survivor Series. Just the blood was pouring, but Eddie didn't, uh, bring, he didn't, he didn't give back. He gave the, his, his opponent that, uh, those hands. And if you guys would have seen his opponent weigh in, it was a fucking cocky little bastard. Rude, arrogant, uh, really, really uh, trying to show up. But you know what that means? That he was trying to get under my guy's skin. He knew that the that Eddie Sanchez was coming for him. He knew. And this cat has over 16 pro belts. Um, and no matter how you cut it, slice or dice it, you have 16 pro belts. You know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? That means you have experience. Experience is a big factor in almost anything you do in life. So, again, I want to give a big shout-out to my guy, Eddie Sanchez. It was real... Um, it, it makes me real proud. It makes it gives me a lot of joy in my soul to see my friend win, and and we we hooked up after the fight and uh, with his family, and we got some dinner, and uh, just to give him, you know, just to give him that hug and that love, and just show him like, yo, I I'm fucking happy for you, my guy. It's fucking worth it, and let's keep this momentum going. And we will, and I know his team will, and hopefully we got we got something special lined up. That I, you know me, I'm always coming with crazy ass ideas. I'm really hoping we get this done, and it's, I love boxing, man. Boxing is one of my passions, so to be able to help Eddie in any capacity that I can is an honor, privilege, and I hope we continue doing that. And it was a, it was an honor and privilege this weekend, man. I was uh, a DJ for one of my high school friends. High, both my were my high school friends. Want to give a big shout out to Caesar and Maralisa Ibarra. Uh, they've been together for a long time, man. And I DJed their wedding this weekend at the Women's Club, one of the biggest venues that I ever rocked before, and uh, it went perfectly, man. It was real beautiful, extravagant, lovely. Uh, Full of love, and I, I, I was honored to be the host of this event, and um, it's gonna, it's, it, that's gonna kind of lead to our next topic. Uh, I loved it, man. It, it was, I was for some reason I was really nervous uh, this weekend. I don't know if it was the size of the venue, but when I walked in there, it was so huge, man. It was so, um, so beautiful, so um, I never been there before, so it was kind of. It was um it was a reality check like yeah or you you're gonna do this you're gonna rock this you're gonna um you're gonna show everybody this is what you do and um you're worth what you're asking for and that it's not even your it's it's, it's hype to a certain point but you're gonna live up to the hype and that when I got on stage I said yo you're gonna be on stage and to see the size of the stage the lights beaming down on me I got really I got, it takes a lot to get me goosebumps it takes a lot for me to feel um 
it takes a lot just to intimidate me, I guess, a little bit when it comes to um, DJing and um, showcasing my passion, showcasing my work. And it was perfect, man. It was uh, a lot of things, you know, I never heard of an anniversary dance. So that was something we utilized and we, and we put on the itinerary. That was real beautiful to see all the wedding couples come up and dance with the Ibarras. And, you know, we have, you know, if you're married for more than two years, stay on the floor. If you're married for five years, 20 years, 30 years, it was real beautiful to see um, that that commitment of love on the floor with them and those couples who have been married for a long time, 30, 40 years. It was real, real nice to see that. I've never done that. And that's something I hope, um, you know, more, more couples do when we do more weddings. Uh, and it was, it was incredible. This weekend, uh, I had a friend. He's like, hey, man, you know, my cousin's in town. She's looking for a DJ, but they're from New Mexico. I think they're going to do their uh, wedding in Pismo. Well, you're going to be able to, would you travel? I'm like, yeah, you know, I, and I'm not, I ain't, I never been on tour or anything, but I've done a five-city five stint before. Um, it doesn't matter if it's fucking Kern County, but I remember I hit L.A., Bakersfield, Wasco, and Vegas one time. So I'm willing to travel. So they came through. Cassandra and Peter, uh, they came through, talked business. Showed um, what I could do, what I you know, and what I'll be honored to do, uh, and we wrapped, we, we we locked that gig in, man. They came all the way from New Mexico, um, but they came back from Pismo, where they're gonna have that event at, and they booked me. So, man, uh, I'm really grateful for that type of stuff, man. Really grateful to have the opportunity to showcase my skills, and I my my biggest thing is to make your event memorable and affordable. When I say that, I don't take that shit. Um, with a grain of salt, that shit is really my goal. Uh, you know, money's always good, but I think uh, this is going to help me just elevate my business, elevate my passion, elevate my experience. Because like I said earlier, when you have experience, it's going to just, it takes you to the next level. Uh, and I'm really grateful for that, man. Uh, sometimes I can't believe it. Like I wanted to talk about today, you know, Good Kid, Mad City was, um, was an album that really stuck to me uh ready to die 2001 uh the foundation by the ghetto boys uh i'm looking at my room right now the you know the black rob the black rob report these aren't probably critically acclaimed household albums but these motherfucking albums right here got my soul man uh rick james uh earth wind and fire uh janice joplin the village people and i know probably be all oh, they corny nah that that that's what i grew up on man uh music it's it, it's crazy i think um a lot of people ain't familiar with my with my experience, and I remember back in the day, uh, I would always play for my guy Marco. I would always have these, uh, you know, always bring the music for my guy Marco and play music. And it wasn't mixed, it wasn't beat mastered or anything. It was fucking horrible, probably, man. But I always wanted to play music, and I and I rapped for a long time. And I've been in the studio, and this is why I can record the podcast. Cause I kind of know how to navigate this garage band to make it sound the way I want it to sound, and it's effortless, you know. And it's 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 really crazy how. We're making a living off this music. I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be in the motherfucking music game, man. I wanted to do, do something with music. I wanted to make money. Um, it made me be a little famous. I ain't gonna lie. But now that I'm a little older, I'm like, fuck the fame. Fuck all that. We want the money. We want to get better. We want to fucking show people what we can do. And I'm, I, I get kind of shy. I get kind of intimidated sometimes, you know. But once the music hits and people know I'm fucking with this, it, it, it's a crazy feeling, man. It's like, it's honestly like, I remember Stone Cold said, once he hits that curtain, once he opens that apron and red lights on, it's a whole mo- another motherfucker and they're just turn up a little bit. I feel like that too, man. I feel like 
I walked in that building and you know you walk with your chin high and you and and this you own this and that's the way mentality I this mentality I've been you know I have this last this whole time actually with DJing and you know sometimes I'm you know I get I get I think I doubt myself and I need to stop doing that I need to stop um acting like I don't belong I don't I didn't deserve this and I didn't work hard for it I think uh sometimes I was like I, I was talking about Eddie one time when he was you know went to this interview at this station he was like you know I'm nervous but I'm like yo don't be nervous my guy because um actually be nervous because being nervous shows that you care being nervous means that you actually have a fucking um you have some type of uh interest in being there i guess you could say so be nervous but don't forget this is what you want this is what you what you are going for this is what you're reaching for now that you got this motherfucker in your hand take advantage of it this is what you're here to do this is it's gonna play out the way it's gonna play out that's how i really be taking these gigs you know this is what i want this is what i strive for this is what i work for and you know what one thing i need to do is i know we're gonna I know we're gonna be hearing that. I'm sorry, I need to remember to take this fucking fan off when I'm recording. Horrible. Uh cut the fan off like they do in Hustle and Flow. Um really need to remember that I this is what I wanted and every sometimes people aren't sometimes in life, man, people aren't lucky to get what they want. People don't have the blessings and the fortunes to to um, live the life that they always wanted so now that i'm in a position to do that i'm gonna take advantage of it. i can't be nervous i can't be scared i can't be doubting myself because this is what i wanted this is what i've been working for this is what i reach for um and it and, it, and it's not the end of it it's not the it's not the um it's nowhere near where I want to be. It, you can't be content, man. I know we've been talking about this for a while, but being content, y'all, is a disease. It's something that I think as humans, we get comfortable. We get, you know, we're happy with where we're at, and that's it. We put a cap on our own potential. But then, man, y'all, I promise you, man, there's, there is no... There's no cap to your life. You do what the fuck you want to do. I know some of us, you know, we have other responsibilities. I know some of us, but, oh, you don't have kids or you don't have a family. Yeah, don't, man, but I take care of what I got to take care of. Look out for a lot of people and shit, man. And I know I had to keep grounding to get what I want. And uh, it's a beautiful, honestly, I think it's a beautiful life. I think it's something that I really um enjoy and I'm going to keep doing as long as I can. Don't want to be that old guy DJing, of course, but I do want to just live in the moment. And I want to keep doing it. Like I said, music, man, I, I've always studied rap. Rap is my first love, but I don't want to be a hip-hop DJ, If that, uh, believe it or not. That's not something I really want. That's not something I want to, you know, just specialize in that. I want to be able to be versatile. That's why I think it's everything's meant to be. I remember my dad showing me Elton John's greatest hits, um, Prince, Michael Jackson. Uh, I think I said Earth, Wind, and Fire, MC Hammer. I remember I had the first, I have the MC Hammer uh, albums, uh, The Funky Headhunter, Too Legit to Quit. I remember stuff like that, man. My guy Donuts, and that's something that. I'll never be able to repay my guy, Mr. Donuts. I remember I met Donuts back when he was a PE teacher for Magnet, and we always kept in touch. He was my first basketball coach, and I never forgot his phone number. I'm not going to put it on here, Donuts, but I remember his phone number, and I always, uh, he always gave me music, man. He always, you know, he was like, I'll give you some stuff. He gave me the first Ice Ice Cube albums, Dr. Dre albums, Outkast, uh, Biggie, 
Tupac. I was a big Tupac fan back in the day. Um, but then my, you know, now I'm starting talking to Richie Riches, the E-40s of the world, Two Shorts, uh, you know, just straight West Coast stuff, man. That's why I came up on. Uh, when I, you know, Kendrick, when Kendrick first came out with the OD and the Kendrick Lamar EP, stuff like that, man. The whole TDE camp, I just think... I can't even this whole pod. I couldn't even do a whole podcast on this. But the music thing, man, has been such a important impact on my life. It's more than just music, man. So now that I I'm able to play music at events, I'm able to you know utilize my um my 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 history, my my knowledge, my understanding of the game. It's it's really crazy. You know what? Yo, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not even close to where the fuck I need to be at. I still don't know everything, man. I still don't know. Um, I still there's still so much to learn. There's so much unknown out there, and um, I just hope everybody has. I hope everybody really, really gets to live that, man. I want all my homies to know how that feels to just do what you love and just know that even though you accomplish so much, there's so much more to learn and accomplish. Cause we can't be content, we can't be comfortable. We got, we got to keep investing. We got to keep pursuing gigs. When it's a good spot to be right now, especially with me, like I'm not hurting for a gig. You know, people really had to um kind of pay what I want right now, what I think I deserve. And it's not that I think I'm trying to dog you. I'm trying to get more than I'm worth. I just want to get my worth, and I hope that uh, everybody kind of. I hope everybody understands that that I know my worth and I know what I could do. And everything I, I'm honest. If I can't do it, I will tell you. But I really want people to understand that. Um, I really want to win, man. I wanna, I wanna keep doing what I gotta do. You know, I'm uh, with class right now. I got these classes, and yeah, and that's another thing we we'll talk about too. What's, what, 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 let me just put that in a note. We'll talk about that right now. Um, it's a beautiful life, man. It's real fun, but we're gonna continue getting better. I think I'm thankful for all the gigs that everybody's referring me to. I'm great. I'm great for every inquiry that I get, man. And I I know sometimes I'm doing a book, man, but I'm gonna try my best to make everything happen. And I hope that people still refer me. If you guys need a DJ, let me know. This is how I live. This is how I eat. And uh, I think it's going to be real fun, man. Um, what's not real fun sometimes is school. Uh, that's another thing I want to pursue. I'm almost done with, with the with community college. Been going. I've been knocking this motherfucker out for seven, eight years, man. I know that sounds like a long time, so fuck y'all. I'm going to, I guess you finish. I want to finish my race when I finish my race. But I don't know. I think you guys got to let me know if I'm wrong. My parents, you know, they, um, they've been talking about how we're going to celebrate. You know, we're going to. You know, they want you to get done. And I know it's important to see my, my grandparents see me cross some type of stage. But am I an asshole for thinking, um, I don't want to celebrate an AA degree, man. Um, I'm not, I'm... I'm not saying I don't deserve it. I'm not saying, you know, it wouldn't be a good party. I know it would be great. But I don't want to celebrate no AA degree, man. I'm not proud of that. Especially how long it took me to, um, obtain that degree. It's not something... I'm proud of, you know, it's not something that, it's not, a, it's an accomplishment, but it's not something like, fuck, I work my hand, I gave my blood, sweat, and tears to earn this, and now my life's gonna get better, because I got this, you know, distinguished honor, like, no, I got my AA, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm proud of myself, I did it, you know, I showed that I have perseverance, I could've quit so many fucking times, I've been academic, I've been academically disqualified from BC and Taft, more than I fucking care to share, 
There's nothing to celebrate, in my opinion. This is just one step of the journey. This is what I want. This is something that that that, that needed to get done in order to fucking obtain the, the ultimate goal. Is hopefully get my fucking bachelor's. Hopefully get my master's. Hopefully fucking utilize the damn degree. You don't need a fucking degree to be a DJ, but I know I know future my future career. Whatever I plan on doing, I'm gonna need this AA, you know this this BA and this MA. So. It's just so fr- it's not frustrating, and I don't know if I'm being selfish or I'm being done on myself. But I don't want I don't want a big old party for my AA man. I don't want to I don't want to celebrate this because this is and it's great, to, but it just it's it's something just on the journey. Let's celebrate my fucking bachelor's degree. Let's celebrate fucking uh, living another year. That's why we have birthday parties. That's something I'm proud of. But I don't know, man. I'm not saying that an AA shit. I know a lot of people out there getting it. Keep grinding, man. I hope y'all finish in three, four years. Don't be like me. Fucking failing classes in the first three, four years. Not giving a fuck. And you gotta make them up. And just prolonging the inevitable. And, um, like I said, man, I don't know. My mom and dad are really excited about it. And I'm not, honestly. Uh, it's, this, this, this semester's been real rough. How the fuck I squeeze school in sometimes, I don't know. Uh, it's just been real rough, man. And, I'm going to get it done. I, I'm really confident. I have all the confidence in the world. I don't have a shadow of a doubt that I I won't pass these classes or I won't give my AA. But is it worth celebrating? Is it worth making a big hoopla about it? In my opinion, no. Am I wrong for that? Maybe. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I don't know if it's... Uh, I don't know if I want to celebrate that, man. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not saying it's not you know, worth it. But it's not... Um, it's not worth the celebration. It's not worth um the acknowledgement. I took a long time to get this degree, and I fucked that off a while. You know, along the way, I fucked off a lot. Um, I should have done this five years ago, and I know that. Um, I put a lot of things before school. I don't have a. Um, I'm not here just to show my. You know, I think people really uh. You know, especially social media, they like to show just their fucking wins. I'm not ashamed to show my losses. I took, I fucked off school for a long time. I put my education in back burner, and always, um, I always justified it as always. I need you know money right now. What the fuck do I care? Why do I go to class? I'd rather kick it with my homies. I'd rather go do something else. I'd rather go make some money. I'd rather work full time. I'd rather go um spend time with my family. Why the fuck do I need to study? Um, I don't want to fucking, this, the system ain't gonna fucking make me or break me, you know? Just ignorant, stupid shit like that. And here I am now contemplating if I only want to celebrate my family when it's done. Um, I don't feel like it's worthy. I feel like I, uh, cheat, not cheated, but I took shortcuts along the way. Took a lot of shortcuts along the way. Um, I wish I, if I, my dad always says, I wish you applied yourself to everything else in life like you do with, like you do. I wish you applied yourself to school like you do everything in life and you know what man dad you're right i don't know if he listens or not but he's fucking right and uh never really applied myself to school um i think i've always went just to get my dad off my ass but now the last two years i've been realizing yo i gotta get this done it's like chopping wood i've been chopping at this fucking tree forever this tree's gonna fall um we'll see what happens though man i just that's just how I feel. Like I said, it's therapy sometimes. I'm glad I have this podcast because sometimes it's fucking therapy. And uh, y'all give me your feedback, man. How do you think? I, how do you? How do you? 
How do you think I should take that? Should I be celebrating? Should I be happy with the accomplishment? I know it's an AA. I know it's, that's a big deal for a lot of people, you know. But I come from a, my, my dad graduated from college. Um, I got cousins with master's degrees. I got co- cousins who finished in fucking four years with a bachelor's degree. 21 done. Here I am knocking on the door. I'm knocking on the door 29, not even done with my AA. I'm not proud, man. I'm not comparing myself to LSU, but that's just the fucking reality of it. Um... I want to keep my, I want to pursue my education, I fucking love, I want, I want to be an educated man, you know, that's something I really want to take, I take great pride in, I will take good pride, I take a lot of pride in that shit, I want to continue to get pride in that, you know, I see a lot of my friends and I'm glad they're doing that shit, man, everybody who's at Cal State, do that shit, I wish I was in your shoes right now, do that shit, man, doesn't matter what you, I don't give a fuck what you major in, I don't give a fuck what you want to do with it, just get it, and, um, same thing with me, man, I think it's going to be, it's fun, you know, it's going to be real um, interesting what happens. I'm not, uh, again, I'm not scared of uh, failure. Um, oh, I, I am scared of failure. I'm not scared of disappointment. Disappointment. I want to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I want to keep doing what I do. And I think it's going to get better, man. But um, I'm not sold on celebrating my A. I'm not really been that type. I'm not really, um, I'm not really into that. So we'll see what happens, man. Uh, again, make sure you guys follow the STS Podcast 661. Follow us. Talk about it. I hope this has been a great podcast so far. Um, I'm just real shooting the shit, venting. Just venting at the war between myself. The war between my fucking education and my fucking entrepreneurship. And, um, yeah, you know what? Oh, I can't hate this conversation, but I really hate what people fucking tell me. Well, what do you mean? What do you do all day? You don't have a job. You know how fucking mad that gets me? Is it my fault that I'm fucking working my ass off? And I'm fucking... I only have to work six, seven days now to make what the fuck I was making. And it'll see five times... And fucking... Five, ten... And 20 or 25 days back in the day when I was working full time. Now I'm making that in fucking five days working. DJing. That's not my fault. And it's not about, like I said, that's when it comes about the money. I guess if you want to say, oh, you guys should do, nah. I'm working my ass off, getting these pods off, getting school done, getting the DJ shit done. Doing what I got to do to maintain my motherfucking stability at home. I hate when people tell me that, man. Like, I'm some bum ass. Nah, fuck that. I'm a, I'm a businessman. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm working that shit every day to get this money. Um, I don't know if I have to put everything out there, but shit. We getting this, man. And it was and it, and it, yeah, and the money does matter because you know what the, keeps the fucking lights on, keeps the fucking MacBook going, keeps the fucking speakers that be be, be um rocking these gigs. These motherfuckers are cheap, you know. I just hate that shit. Like I'm getting my, I'm getting more money than I ever had in my life. I guess besides well, working, when I was working, gave more money when I was working, you know. And that, and and it, that, that money doesn't really matter. But fuck, hate that conversation. I had this conversation with my dad all the time. What do you mean I'm not doing anything all day? Fucking working hard, man. I'm working harder for my dollar than I was back in fucking working for Kern. And I bet you I love it. When it's, when you're working for yourself and you're pursuing a fucking passion, it's not work. I shouldn't even say that. I ain't working hard. I'm passionate. I'm fucking I'm, I'm passionate. I'm fucking striving. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to get it, man. I'm trying to do everything with love. And when you do something you love, it's not work. It's grinding. I've been grinding a lot. Fucking the grind don't stop. I love the grind. Hashtag. I know some of y'all fucking make fun of me because that hashtag. I love the grind. So man, I hate that conversation. That's a war between me again. But speaking of war, Star Wars came out with a new trailer. 
And I hope, I wonder, you know, I hate to say it, but I think they fucked this franchise up. I got Darth Vader looking right now. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm in, you know, I'm in tune with the Force. I'm in tune with my, um, with, you know, the universe. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, you stay with the light. And I believe in all, I honestly, you try to adapt ideology, that ideology to my life. Just you know, staying positive, pursuing, recognizing the light, staying away from the dark side, um, you know, enviness, jealousy, uh, greed, things like that. Um, it's really uh, crazy. I think with this new one, it's the Rise of Skywalker. Something's going to happen big. I know that. And if it's going to be Emperor P uh, Palpatine, that's cool, too. Um, is What is Rey? Who is Rey? That's what pops up in my mind whenever I see this trailer. It looks like it's going to be an epic conclusion. That's what they're giving the tag as. Um, how? It's going to be real interesting to see what they do with um, with, with Finn, with Rey, um, with Kylo Ren. I felt, and I think I said this back in the day, my, one of my first ever podcasts, they took off the mask off of Kylo too early. Whatever type of um, force he was supposed to be, whatever type of menacing um, antagonist he was supposed to be in this film, they fucking failed at that. Return of the Jedi failed in my eyes. I think they they were they were trying to um, they were doing too much. They did they it was it's simple booking. Bad guy versus good guy, the light versus the dark side. How are we gonna elevate the story from the previous episodes? And I don't know if George Lucas had that shit in mind that fucking Disney didn't do it. But like my cousin Val said, yeah, they're in this for the money now. And you could tell this is a money grab. I'm still gonna watch. I think the I and I think the pre-sale tickets were forty percent more than Endgame. And Endgame, as we all know, was a fucking monster. So it's gonna be um, real interesting to see what happens. I enjoyed the trailer, but let's be honest, the last couple trailers I enjoyed that and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I think I should have a little bit of open mind. I'm really excited. Uh, C-3PO made me fucking tear up a little bit when he says, my last time seeing my friends. So that's going to be real interesting to see what happens with him. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the series. I'm not trying to say, you know, Return of the Jedi was the worst movie ever. It wasn't. It was entertaining. But it was a Star Wars movie that I, did, that I thought in my mind. When it, even The Force Awakens, I felt like they fucking recycled shit. Um... A new updated version, so it's gonna be real interesting. Again, I want to see what you know what the Emperor's doing. I hope the Emperor's don't come out and give us the Luke and fucking the Force Awakens comes out in the last ten minutes only. Let's um let's let's see what happens, man. Is Kylo gonna switch? Is Rey gonna switch to the dark side? Is Kylo gonna come to the light side? Are they both gonna die? Um. These are all possibilities. I don't know. I really like to predict shit, but honestly, I don't know what's gonna happen. Cause I think uh, J.J. Abrams is gonna do, so he's gonna do some complicated booking and just give us a swerve. He's gonna swerve us, and uh, that's fine. I think, I think it's gonna be real successful. I know it's gonna make a lot of money. Um, just don't know. I want to see what you guys think about that. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. What does that mean? It's the end. Of, it's gonna be the end of the Skywalker saga. How a saga? How are they gonna pursue this? Or how are they gonna continue this story after this? Um, how's Princess Leia gonna contribute to the film? A lot of things that are in, in my mind. You know, the Jedi gonna continue after this. What's gonna happen to the Jedi? I think the Jedi really took a back seat in this series, man. Um, I was really disappointed, like when you know when Ray gave Luke his sky is um it's just it's um uh, I'm sorry, I can't even fucking think right now. Uh...
what the fuck they call that? Good God. See, I'm a horror. Like I said, I'm not an expert, man. Um, his lightsaber. What the fuck am I thinking? When Ray gave Luke his, his lightsaber, he just threw it across his fucking shoulder. What a fucking horrible thing to do with your one, one, you know, one of your most important characters in the series. Why would you do that? Hulk Hogan would never spit in the kid's face as a kid gave him some fucking water to drink. He wouldn't spit that shit back in the kid's face. That's what y'all did. Speaking of Hogan, man... WWE has continued to not gain my interest at all. Has not even came close to um, satisfying my wrestling addiction. Been watching a lot of wrestling, y'all. Um, I really recommend you guys watch AEW. It's something a little fresh. Um, I guess it's throwback WCW. Yes, I see that. But I really like because it's different from what the fuck WWE's giving me. They're giving me this kitty shit. And AEW's giving me some, I guess, realistic man shit. Um, and honestly, man, I think the one of the best shows right now is NWA Power. You guys have to check that show out. It's free on YouTube. It's the National Wrestling Alliance. Um, we'll get into that in another podcast, probably. Um, but, but damn, WWE has some horrible storylines right now. I think Lana and Rusev and Bobby Lashley has been fucking horrible. Um, Aleister Black, he has squash match, but that, that just didn't intrigue me. Um, I will give you guys this. I like the Viking Raiders. Awesome. Um, I like what they did with Seth Rollins. And let me just look at this real fast. Like they had a kid here. Um, I don't watch a lot of 205 Live. That's you know, that's one of the shows they have. Don't watch a lot of that, man. Um, let me see here. Let me see. Let me just look at this real fast. Seth Rollins. Let me see here this week. Yeah, this is exactly what it was. Humberto Carrillo. Uh, the kid is a potential... Great at great wrestler, um, superstar. Don't know, but it was real nice to see Seth give him the rub, give him some respect. Um, we needed to keep doing that, and the reason I say that is because we have AEW. Um, Darby Allen faced Chris Jericho last week for the championship. He's a new guy, he's a new kid. You gotta keep the new blood working. I think you gotta get the new blood working with the older, more experienced veterans on the roster. So to see um, Humberto against Rollins, that was great. Let me tell you guys something too, man. And maybe I shouldn't be talking shit about WWE. The Street Profits, good lord, over. The definition of over and exciting and make you wanna fucking stay tuned i don't have a lot of time to burn so when i have you know my monday nights i'm trying to watch some good wrestling keep me entertained keep me glued to the fucking screen and that's what they're doing with the street profits and they took and i like the build up and people say and it's the same thing with the fiend wwe rushes their storylines wwe doesn't take their time man y'all you can't say that no more nigga the fiend built up was great street profits they've been doing up uh, hosting for the last two three months and build up was great and, man, they had an entertaining match against the OC, and it was really fresh. It was really different. And I hope, they were, I hope they're allowed to keep that energy up. I hope they don't switch that up. I'm really, um, I just don't, I'm not a, SmackDown Live hasn't been what I thought it was going to be. Um, maybe it's because, you know, I think the Saudi Arabia shows, man, they fuck up the product a little bit, y'all. Just to be honest with you, I don't know if you guys are really in tune with that, but they push their fuck all their they push all these storylines that are continuing that they are you know happening at the time they push them to the side and push the Saudi Arabia 
uh, propaganda, this fucking itinerary that they have for their matches, and they have to put the build up for these matches, because of course they want motherfuckers to watch this, um, they're gonna get paid regardless, so don't fucking let me fool you, um, they push everything to the side for this house show. It's a glorified house show. And you hate that, man. Because you know what that means? That none of this shit mattered that we were talking about three weeks ago. None of it mattered. We're going to put the reset button when fucking we're done with Crown Jewel again. Another reset button. Um, and I don't know, man. It looks like WWE, they fired Eric Bischoff after four months. And, man, uh, I guess in the corporate world, it's a little different. You know, when you lose a million followers, somebody has to take the fucking out for that. And um, I think it was a scapegoat. He's a pansy, and that's what happens sometimes. And I love Eric Bischoff. I'm not. I don't know if y'all really. And I'm sure you guys don't listen to his uh, 83 weeks podcast. But um, he has class. He's a gentleman, and it's just really hard to, um, you know, to see the movie man from Wyoming, fucking Connecticut. It's um, it's really unfortunate, man. And I hope Eric, you know, gets continues to strive but then he's on he's about 63 years old he's lived a good life and i hope he if he does ride in the sunset i hope he continues um inspiring man because he inspires me um again man watch and watch nwa power watch nxt watch wwe watch aw we got watch impact we have a lot of great wrestling right now there's not enough time of day to watch all of it or to talk about it but there's so much good wrestling man and don't pick sides y'all just fucking just fucking appreciate it, man, because we got so much content. When there's so much content that's good coming your way, you have to be grateful for this shit. It's fun. It, it You get to learn more about wrestling. Like, why wouldn't you, if, especially if you're a fan. I don't know if y'all casuals or you don't give a fuck about wrestling, but I'm a fucking diehard fan. And it's really fun to see, um, you know, other guys get opportunities. And like I said, when everybody's eating, that's always a good thing for the sport. And what's always a good thing, man, is to always find um, inspiration. I want to do something um, inspiration of the week. I hope you guys um, understand where I'm trying to come from with this. I know it's about the DJing thing. We're talking about DJing a lot, music and life. I said I seen this video this weekend, man. Um, Frank Goodich, he's um, AKA Bruiser Brody. He said something, you know. Um, he's at the top of the game right now. He's at at the time he was like he was on top of his his industry, his on top of his uh, his. I guess his business, his profession, um, and the reporter asked him, "Hey, uh, in the event, you know, you get older, time, father time hits. What are you gonna do when you have to become the first match again?" And he said something. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, "Well, I don't know if I can do that. I admire everybody who does, but if I do have to, in the event, you know, a couple years, I have to go back to the first match because I'm kind of washed, kind of, you know, what he's saying is when you don't have it anymore." Um, what would you do? He's like, well, I'm obligated to give back to um, the game, the the profession. I'm 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 obligated to give back to the younger generation and give back to the business. Everything I learned and um, everything I learned and contributed to the business, I had to pass that down because wrestling gave me a a platform. It gave me a lot of opportunity. And it gave me a great career. And uh, you, ha- and I want to continue to pass that down, and it's crazy, man. I feel that because I feel like this what what life. I want to continue to help my friends. A lot of my friends um, don't have the opportunity to do what I do. A lot of my friends um, struggle with shit. A lot of my friends aren't happy, 
And um, I've been there. I've been there, y'all. I've been. I've done shit that uh, I didn't want to do. I don't. I've been at jobs that I fucking hated. I've done. Um, I felt like I was a slave at times. I feel like I had no way out. I felt like um, I wasn't good enough. I felt like this is it. This is all I want to do in my life. I've been scared. I've been. I've been lost. I've been. And and sometimes I think an outside everybody's all oh, you got everything you need, but sometimes when you don't have happiness and you don't have your mental right. It's like, why the fuck does this matter? Why the fuck does there? What the fuck does money matter? What the fuck does having a job matter? If I'm not happy, if I'm not enjoying it, and uh, I think I took from that interview was just passing down your knowledge, your game, and that's why I want to continue doing it. So my friends and I, and they know who they are. They listen to this. I want y'all to keep pushing, man. I want you to keep um, understanding that you have a grasp on your life, and you have a, you you're able to dictate. If you're going to be happy, you're going to be able to dictate your next move. And if you're not happy, what the fuck can you do to get rid of whatever's not making you happy? Sometimes in life, it's about understanding that you do have a problem. That's always the first step. And since you do understand they have a problem, are you willing to get help? Are you willing to um, fix this problem? Are you willing to take the steps necessary to, I guess, get better? To... Eliminate that negative, and I hope I can help anybody with advice, with guidance. Um, I can't do it for you, man. I can only show you the way. And um, that was my inspiration for the week, man. I hope all my friends who are going through some shit, I'm not going to say what, but, you know, I got you. And everybody who got me, I appreciate you because I got a lot of people who help me out daily. Got a lot of advisors on the squad, man. This shit doesn't happen because... This doesn't happen because it's all me. It's not. I'm not a one man team. I got a great support team, man. I got a great foundation of love. Um, I've always had it, even in my darkest times. I've always felt like I had it, and um, I hope I could provide that. Like my guy Frank said, I'm not washed by any means, but I do definitely feel like I have to get back to um, my friends. That's how I get back to life because I went through a lot of shit. It's one of those I bump my head so you don't have to. And um, I hope that I can help anybody I can, you know, especially ones I love. And, I, got, I you know, I keep a lot of people close to me. And uh, it's just sad to see some of my people not, not happy with their life and not happy with what they have. And just remember, too, man, at the end of the day, we're living. A lot of people ain't fucking living anymore, you know? And uh, just be grateful for every day that we got to wake up. It's fucking 8.45 in the morning, Wednesday. We getting a lot of shit done. And I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful for everything. And I hope I continue to get opportunities to um, showcase what I could do. I hope I get more opportunities to do um, to, to do my passion. I hope I get more opportunities to uh, learn. I hope I get new opportunities to um to do new things and do new passions. And I know getting a degree in college is going to help me with a lot of things that I want to do. I have a lot of um, things I want to strive in. Businesses I want to open. Uh, you know, passions I want to keep keep pursuing. Music's my, not my only passion, you know. This podcasting is one of the passions I have. Continue to build a podcast. Continue to build a platform, the networking. I think I have a... I, get, I have a... I have, a, I have an interview tomorrow, a podcast tomorrow. I want to make my first guest appearance on the podcast. I want to keep you up to date on that. And as soon as I get that, you guys will definitely know. I guess people want me on the podcast to talk. 
Like, fuck, don't you listen to the podcast and you don't you, don't I talk enough on this shit? <laughs> so I guess they're going to try to get me on there and hopefully it's going to be really good. And I'm not nervous about that. It's going to be talking about me. And that can only be me. That's the only way I could see it. And that's the only way I could be is be, being me. I was trying to make a run there, but I fucking failed epically. And uh, I hope y'all enjoy this, man. I'm going to keep it an hour. Solo podcasts are always fun. I can really vent and... Uh, really spill my shit, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys come back next week. I hope you guys tell somebody about the podcast, and uh, I hope I didn't sound like I was full of shit. <laughs> That's always something like, fuck, man, that shit sucked. And I thought it went really well today. So again, man, make sure you guys follow the STS Podcast, 661 on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe, give us a review, give us a star, five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, wherever you find your podcast at. And remember, man, if you need an STS shirt, a DJEC3 shirt, DM me. I would be more than happy to give that to you. It's only $15. Just make sure, man, y'all keep pursuing your dreams. Make sure you guys keep living. Make sure you guys remember you guys are alive. We're fucking here to live. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do shit. Don't ever feel trapped by your life. Do what you gotta do to get the fuck out of that. Do what you gotta do to stay happy. And do what you gotta do to make sure you love your life. I hope y'all keep grinding. Hope y'all keep striving. This is Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. This is the 27th episode of the STS Podcast. We out. Mm -hmm.